good afternoon, everybody um, who's joining us on Facebook and magandang hapon to everybody who's joining us on Kumu. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Yona, the EBS founder, as well as the founder of Kaya Services. So for today's EBS episode or EBS show, we're talking about um, our, our discussion is about Usapan Kahusayan. So this is all about excellence talk. So, um, you know, these are ten it tends to be the topics where sometimes it's a little bit uncomfortable to uh, talk about, but it's something that, you know, you know we're all exposed to. So uh, this is something that I've had in my, on my mind into, um, as something that I wanted to be able to discuss openly um, because it's something that we should be able to learn from. And I thought that the best person that I could be speaking and discussing this freely um, with is Martine uh, DeLuna, who is um, a leadership mentor, a transformational coach, and she, she's part of my personal success team. So um, super, super excited that she is my co-host. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Martine DeLuna. Yay. Hey, Yona. Hi. How are Hi, you? Good afternoon. Oh, good evening to you. Good afternoon. I'm doing yeah. well. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, thank you again for being my co-host um, for our episode Usapan Kahusayan. I know oh, that. So um, yeah, we've we've actually been talking about this for quite some time now, right? Um, this yep. was part of our discussion for 2020, and it was, and I'm super excited that it's actually live here in 2021, which is mm. a great reminder in terms of what we manifest and put out into this world. So, anyway, Absolutely. today's today's episode, um, it, this one's an interesting one, right, Martine? Super juicy. <laughs> <laughs> It can be very sensitive for some people, mm -hmm. but it's actually when you allow yourself to talk about, you know, you bring these to the light that we can create successful steps forward, you know, healthy steps forward. Exactly, exactly. And I yeah. think that's what it is, right? I think um, um, what's important is that we acknowledge uh, whenever there's any some um, you know form of a challenge or a problem, it's important that we acknowledge that it's there, and yes, that way we're able to then face it and find a way to uh, solve it, to fix it, or perhaps just learn from from that particular yes. lesson. So and this is the reason why we wanted to discuss this because mm. um, we wanted to bring this particular. Um, Thing to light and the one that the one that we're actually talking about everybody who's watching us is um like discipline or discipline, lack yeah. or lack thereof so mm -hmm. um i suppose you know we should describe what we're what we're yeah. talking about in terms of you know that discipline so i suppose mm -hmm. you know for me i mean i suppose we could talk about um what we we personally think um discipline is and i think for us uh, for me it's about um creating that boundary for myself um, yeah. so that I'm within, uh, you know, either acting, behaving, speaking within mm. a particular boundary that I've set for myself, mm. um, which will, you know, within those boundaries, I'm then able to ensure that I'm able to be um, behaving or working or being at my optimum. I suppose that's yeah. what you could call it. What about optimum. for you, Martine? 
Yeah, so for me, discipline is really, I, I, I like to frame it very simply, everything in its place and everything at its time. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like um, it's kind of like the declutter mentality, right? It's like when you have every when you have a place for everything and everything in its place, then there's no confusion. Everything's very clear. Get things get uh, things get done a certain way at a certain time. So that's kind of like how I frame discipline. Yeah. Yes, amazing, exactly. And see, this is the reason why everybody just for everyone's. Um, you know, fun fact, this is why I invite my team is because she puts things simple. <laughs> <laughs> it's always simple. It's so straightforward. But but doesn't that um, allow you to get further or allow you to just communicate? When you when things are just simple and not overcomplicated, the message yeah. just comes across, right? Right. When you think about it, everybody is actually like a 10-year-old right and so how i've come to how i've come to like do things i think in my home or with my clients is if this was a 10 year old and i look at my son who's 10 oh my god he's 11 wow okay so he's 11 but let's say he was 10 how would i explain what i do to him in a way that he will understand so that he has respect for it you know so mm -hmm. i've been able to explain that mommy what she does is she helps other mommies to also eventually have more time with their kids because mommy teaches them how to make all the things easier, all the things yeah. that they do easier, right? So for him, he's like, that's great. You know, that's what she does. And so discipline can be like that too. Discipline is just being very clear about the goal that you have, the corresponding action that's required for you to meet that goal, and the mindset for you to take that action, right? Exactly. So very clear, simple steps, right? And that's actually why we lack discipline because we don't know those simple steps. Yeah. And we have no framework for it, yeah. Yeah, and so this is, and the reason why we're bringing this up is because, um, you know, we've empowered virtual services or in, also known yeah. as EVS. We're trying to bring these to light because it really, uh, discipline or lack thereof, uh, yeah. it, it is something that we experience or, uh, you know, virtual, actually everybody experiences this. And everybody. Culturally, culturally it's so, uh, you know, prevalent in our culture. So yeah. uh, we decided that this would be a great topic to talk about because as a remote worker or as a virtual assistant, um, it is something that is imperative for our role. Mm. And imperative in our success for longevity yeah. um in yeah, our role you know. exactly yeah. so and in actual fact martin it's not even just our career um it's so it will allow long-lasting relationships right yeah because discipline everybody it's really a principle and um in my work i like to call it the masculine principle right yeah. so um so basically it's something that grounds you. Discipline grounds you so that you can get done whatever it is that you are wanting to get done. So, so wanting to do something is desiring something. And you can call that the feminine part of you. You know, I want this, I feel like this, I wanna do that. All of that is, it's just wishes. It's just like air. But discipline is when you anchor it and say, okay, let's make that real. Let's hit that goal for real. 
let's hit that desire for real. Let's make it like a physical reality right now. So you need both. Because if you're just disciplined and you don't know why, that also causes things like burnout and, you know, like I'm a failure and why am I, why am I working and why am I in this job? So there has to be both that aspect. So a clear intention and emotion and then a specific and assigned aligned action. Yeah. That's yes. really discipline. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I absolutely love that. You know, I mean, even though there are moments admittedly where sometimes you do want to say no, but mm. you know, it's that um, it's something that we've grown up with, like that cultural aspect of us where we've grown up to, to, to say yes, even though sometimes we actually want to say no, right? Right, and that comes from that comes from what we were talking about early uh, earlier uh, yesterday, is this culture of wanting to you know have approval all the time, you know, like yeah. good job or you 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 did it right. We crave that, and so we some a part of us. I always call it like the invisible part of us. There's an invisible part of us that believes that we have no choice. Yeah. Right. Um, I have no choice because, you know, I'm a nice person and a nice person mm -hmm. will just say yes, because saying no is being selfish and, you know, all of those things. Again, it's just the story that we tell ourselves. It's that invisible part of us that affects the physical part of us, you know, the decision making, the saying yes, the saying no. Yeah. And so yeah. I believe that sometimes we say yes because we're really not aware of what we want. So going back mm. to earlier, being very clear about the outcome that you want will actually be, help you to say yes or no. It helps you with discerning whether you're gonna say yes to an opportunity or a no to it. So mm -hmm. clarity of why you do something is really important in discipline. Yeah, and you know, whilst it is something that is, you know, uh, I guess something that we've learned or we've been born into since we were small so because we've always been uh, told, you know, don't talk back to your elders or mm -hmm. don't speak back to your elders. So, you know, it creates this this feeling that we're not actually able to, um, you know, uh, say anything or, or, you know, push back to anybody who's in an authoritative role. Yeah. So in yeah. in your role as a remote worker or a virtual assistant, you you kind of feel like, oh gosh, am am I supposed to? Can I say no? Because you've always known to kind of just not say anything, and mm -hmm. so we are now telling you, it's okay to say no, yes. especially especially if you actually don't know how to do oh, something, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I have a story around that, right? So I have a story around me. So if I can share this, you know, if anybody sure. can relate, just, just leave it in the comments. But I used to just say yes to every client. Uh, you know, somebody would say, hey, I want to work with you. And then I would just simply say yes, because I thought that was my job. You know, I said, you know, I'm a, and at that time, I was a um, copywriter. So I was writing copy. I was writing, um, you know, websites for people, things like that. And I would just say yes. I said, so my, my filter, if I had one, I don't think I did, was, okay, they need somebody to write some content for their website and their blog. 
So I'll say yes. But I didn't consider things like, where is this person based? What is their lifestyle? What is their income? What are the things that are important to them? I didn't have that. And so I would just say yes to every client. And then I realized I'm working like 14 hours a day because I can't say no. And I'm not filtering the kind of client I want to work with. So I was attracting all sorts of clients like clients who would just message me at 3 a.m. in the morning when I'm sleeping, clients who wouldn't know how to respect my boundaries, because guess what? I didn't have any boundaries. I just said yes all the time. And um, that didn't become clear to me until I learned about, you know, that you can create boundaries, that you can really create um, healthy structure for your virtual assistant business for your writing business, for whatever business that you have, so that you can be more proficient and efficient, more professional. Yes. And so what I learned there and through a lot of trial and error was it's okay when you feel like it's a no between you and the client to say no. Because guess what? If you do not say no to a misaligned collaboration or to a misaligned client, you will be unhappy and they will be unhappy. Correct. Right, you will be unhappily working. They will be unhappily accepting your misaligned work because you are not in a healthy space of, uh, you know, content generation or you know, service, whatever service it is you're providing. And like I said, everything is energy, right? Yeah. And so the energy that you put into that client relationship is going to affect every single task moving forward. So yeah. if somebody is. So if a client, if you, and, and again, I want to be clear, it's, uh, it's on us to really, you know, establish the boundaries. If you feel like a client is overstepping on your time, say so. Sir, ma'am, I'm actually asleep at that time. When I get your message, I will not be able to see it until 8 a.m. my time, 7 p.m. your time. Simple. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but we well, are afraid to, we're afraid to do that, right? But it starts yeah. with the smallest things. Like um, I was saying in the live stream last night, it starts with the smallest action. Being able to feel safe to not to um to give yourself permission, right? Mm -hmm. So yep. safety is a huge aspect. And for, you know, I can understand that culturally we aren't really taught that. We're not really taught to take a stand, right? But we can practice that. We can practice being very firm with our boundaries while being kind, right? Yeah. So that's my own story. So when I learned to do that, then I learned I can work with the clients that agree with my standards, and I also yeah. will mutually agree to theirs. So there's that dialogue, right? Yeah. Before a contract, before saying, yes, I would love to be contracted with you, and all of that yeah yeah and i think the key there i mean thank you thank you for sharing that story and i think you know one of the many lessons of that um of that is the fact that yes Ariane, communication is key um and hi thank you for joining hi. us and um the 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 important thing that i've heard from that is being upfront. so yeah. I, and I always say this to the team, right? I always say, uh, you know, let me know um, in like beforehand. So don't mm -hmm. agree to something unless you're for, like you're sure. 
And I say this to the team in terms of like uh, an ounce of prevention is a, um, better than a pound of cure. And it's something that my dad's always told me because, you know, it's even just as simple as um, when you're able to say it beforehand and as opposed to not saying it, then later on you then have to fix this whole debacle that's, that can, right. could occur because you weren't right. upfront to begin with. And you so navigated something like that before? Um, I suppose one of the, in the earlier days of uh, when I first started um, Kaya Services and EVS, uh, there were um, particular, uh, there was a particular um, project, um, a web project actually, and it was a person who said, yes, they could do X, yeah. Y, and Z. And only to know afterwards that they actually couldn't. So mm. that was also, um, you know, a, a big, a massive lesson for me. And it costed me um, something. And so, um, and it costed me not in the sense of uh, just monetary. It, it was also something where I have an, an, a very uncomfortable uh, conversation with my client because mm. not only did they not complete the task, but they actually had to go. <laughs> they didn't even turn oh. up. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Yeah. Me. I mean, I, I mean, that's like a that's another episode. I yeah. feel, but um, so I think you know. Now I've there's you know there's checks and balances that I do now in order right, for me to right. determine uh, whether the the person is a suitable um, mm. you know uh, team member, um, yeah. and there's also a lot of things now which uh, has has fallen a part of my own discernment when mm. when growing the team and and taking people on board, and so you know I think for me yes yes OMG H for sure um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's, you know, I mean, I didn't, I said more than OMG, tell, I'm telling you, but something I but yeah, so it was, you know, a really, a real big lesson for me, but it's okay, mm. you know, like I, the thing is, right, as soon as I realized that this was the case, I said it straight up to the client. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't beat around the bush. I didn't, I didn't try to uh, pretend like it wasn't happening. I actually set it up front to the client as is, mm. like how we're, how we're speaking about it. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I am also accountable for that. It's not, you, you, can't, you can't just put the blame on somebody else. Mm -hmm. As a leader or, or just being as a human, you yeah. have to be accountable for the decisions that you make. And, and when, you, when you are a leader, you are accountable and responsible for the team. So, you know, um, whilst I could say, yeah, I had this team leader, uh, a team member that, that had this, you know, I also had the massive learning for me, which is yeah. great, anyway, which I'm thankful for because that mm. enabled me to then put in processes um, into yes, our recruiting exactly. process, um, you know, just the things that we ask, um, you know, we're able to now determine those things up front. And exactly. literally, it's just like, can you do X, Y, and Z? Okay, show me. And then go through mm. certain exercises. But, yeah, so, you know, um, that's one of the things. But I think one of the ones that we were talking about um, in terms of, you know, healthy boundaries, um, particularly healthy boundaries, is that um, mm. yesterday uh, we were saying how culturally 
they'll be like, you go to your titas or your titas home or even your Lola and Lola's home and you say, you come in and they're like, oh, come on, can I have eaten? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yes. uh, and, you're, and you're thinking, right? Oh my God, I'm so full. And then what do you say? Oh no, I haven't eaten. <laughs> or they'll say, oh, do you like to have this cake? And you are super, super full. Yet you say, and, you say, yeah. no. and then all of a sudden this yes comes out of your mouth. <laughs> we, and which brings me to the fact that, you know, the healthy boundaries, because if you continue yeah. to say yes, even though we actually want to say no, that ends yeah. up creating physical, like, you know, it ends up affecting yeah, uh, us. Uh, it's yeah. like yuck. Right. Well, yeah, you feel you feel that, but also you're eating this cake or you're eating this whole meal, even though you're super, super full. Mm, but you know, yeah. so we need to also um, learn to be able to say no, I'm full, right. or can I maybe can I grab it as a takeaway? Can I can I yeah. can I can I take it away and I'll eat it later? For but I'll I'll give bring it as options. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you know this is something that has occurred in our culture for many, many, like, like you know, for a long time, right? For hundreds mm. of years. Yeah. But it's now, generational, yeah. Correct. And now it's an opportunity for us, especially, in, you know, as mothers um, and, you know, as titas, as relatives, as friends, we need to recognize that when we invite people or we say to whoever, would you like you know, whilst we are um, accommodating as a as a nation, we are our our Filipinos are amazingly accommodating. But we should also not be offended if somebody says, "Actually, you know what? I'm full," because mm. it's okay for people to say no, right? Yes, exactly. And that's my question here: is like I'm putting here, where do I need to unlearn some cultural habits so that I can be better? Right, so I'm gonna flash that there, guys. So if you have, if you want to offer an answer to those to that question, feel free to hit us up in the comments below. Okay, so the question is, where do I need to unlearn some of these, like Yona mentioned, these cultural habits where we can't seem to say no because we don't want to offend Tito, Tita, and then it carries over into our clients, right? <laughs> okay. Yes. So said the classic Lola and Lola example is so true. It's true. It is because you don't want to offend the matanda, right? Like because we're right. always we we're always told, you know. But the thing is, guys, we all talk about this. It's it we're not offending if we the yeah. way in which we deliver the message. So if we said to Lola, Lola, no, I'm full. Yeah, you are gonna be rude and um be disrespectful. Right. But you say, oh, Lola, Lola. I've actually just eaten. I'm so, so full. Would yeah. it be okay if I bought on or can I have it a takeaway or can I eat it later? Yes. It's not, it's not, you know, or you can even say, oh, wow, it looks delicious. But I'm so, so right. full. I love it's that. Cold. It looks delicious. You're reframing it there, right Correct. then and there. Yeah. Exactly. And it's so right. important because we still have, that, that's still saying no. It, it is. is yeah but you're being um doing it in a respectful manner so I if you it. and it will will bring it will take it back to the work example that you gave is that mm. if we actually um you know when you when you take on work uh, i know for some of my team members like i know one um, one of my team members who's uh, who's watching right now um 
I know that from this time to this time, she is putting her kids to for a nap in the afternoon. So That's we've awesome. had that conversation, yeah. right? So I know that during these times, she's not available and it's okay. And I love yeah. that he's actually communicated that to me because then I'm not like going, where is she? I messaged her. Right. And because she communicated it to you. Exactly. Yeah. She because actually you actually know, know her boundaries. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, guys, it's not just about keeping tracks of where you are at the, mm. at the time of day. It's it's seriously like if somebody doesn't respond to me and I know that they're in at work, I actually yeah. get worried. Yeah. Like I, but, I yeah, get worried. Like, are they you have, have something happened? Absolutely. You're concerned for them. You are, um, you're, you're, you're like, you, you have a conscious like agreement with them. Like, where is she? I care about her. That's what you're Correct. unconsciously saying as a boss. Right. So it's also healthy in terms of the kind of like the, the boss employee relationship, if we can relate it to corporate. Right. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And again, yeah. you know, we are guys don't feel bad if this is, letting things come up for you you know we're here to help you talk about it um yeah. because it's really uncomfortable to bring this up but once we break through it um i like to always quote uh, bob proctor once we go through the terror barrier you know the barrier of i don't want to talk about it it's you know it's like let's it's embarrassing to let's talk about it so that we can create solutions we can create strategies for creating boundaries then yeah. suddenly you upgrade the level of that business. You upgrade the culture of that business, of the client and contractor relationship, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So Anna, Anna said she the way she would frame it is like, oh, Lola, um, I'd love to, I'd love to help you, and hands are still tied. May I attend to it another time? Exactly. Yes, Anna. That's nice, yeah. Anna. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it's really about we're okay to say no and it's just the way in which we deliver the message. And I love that, Anna. Thank you for sharing that yeah. um, that, that example. It. You Thanks, know, it is, it is something that, um, you know, we can all learn from. And, and the thing is, right, everybody needs to hear about this because mm. there was, you know, we mentioned that generationally we've learned this from our Lola's, yeah. Lola's, their great grand, our great grandparents, and then our mom and dads. But as parents, we are then able to teach our children and the future generations on how mm. to uh, unknow respectfully, and also yeah. for us not to be pushing unhealthy boundaries. So yeah. you know, for us to be able to create healthy boundaries with um, our relationships, whether it's corporate uh, with you know our clients uh whether you're in a corporate job or you're in the remote field uh remote industry we're still able to create healthy boundaries and yeah. and importantly healthy uh creating healthy boundaries with our families because if yeah. we're able to do that then we're able to then you know have these healthy relationships um with our families which then goes off to our friends yes. then to community and then it then creates like you know uh, uh like an environment where we're yeah. able to create um boundaries for for each other so um Absolutely. yeah 
I, I just think it's, you know, it's something. Oh, thank you, Mikey. Mikey's joined us. Hello, Mikey. Yes, Mikey. Um, thank you. Blah, thank blah. you. Um, I think it's one of those things, um, Mikey, that it's important for us to also, uh, you know, be a great example for, for the future generation, especially to the children, because we have to, you know, we can't just talk the talk, but we have to walk the walk. Right, Martin? Mm, we do. And that's why we, we said here, you know, unlearning these cultural habits helps us to upgrade the next generation. So we're not just doing this for, you know, clients. We're really doing this to change the, the paradigm of, you know, like um, the Filipino perception, right? Yeah. So, so we, can, uh, we, we make jokes about we're mahinhin, we're padimyor and those things, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. Those, those are acceptable in some scenarios, but when when your mental health is suffering, when your sleep is suffering because you're working all the time, uh, or, or you can't say no to things, then it starts to become problematic. And so we really invite everybody to consider this. You know, what are some of the cultural habits of saying? Uh, of not being able to say no, of not being able to create healthy healthy boundaries. What are some of these habits that, that would serve me to unlearn, right? Yeah. And then what new habits can I install and practice so exactly. that I can really, you know, be this disciplined, and guess what? I, the feminine of discipline is devotion. And it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful quality because when you're devoted to something, you have love for it. You have honor and respect for it. Yeah. So when, so what, what I like to say is let's be devoted to our boundaries. Let's be devoted to our boundaries because then it shows our devotion to our families, our relationship, our right. clients, the kind of work that we do as well. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, it's really about, uh, you know, devote that devotion is also showing respect for ourselves. And when we Absolutely. when we really show when we show respect for ourselves and people recognize the fact that we respect ourselves, it is one of those things where, you know, uh, we end up respecting each other. Yes. That's right. That it's, a is it's a ripple effect. And that's and I'm, this is what I'm really hoping that we're able to do, Martine. I'm yes. pretty sure. And this is exactly the theme of what why we, we started this show to all of our viewers. Thank you so much for, for tuning in because yeah, yeah this is this nice. is something that we really love to discuss. Whilst it may be uncomfortable, sometimes you might cringe, but at the same time it is reality. So this yeah. is the time that you know we we like to say, Martin, right? This is a safe space. It is always a safe space, guys. To discuss this. And, and this is the reason why we discussed the AVS, because we really want to inspire people to do better and be better, um, not just as a remote worker or as a virtual assistant, but as a human being, because yes. it will have a ripple effect to our family, our friends, to our community, our country. Our country. And our clients, right? So I really yeah. hope... Um, that today is, you know, was a, a, a really healthy, healthy um, uh, topic uh, for us to discuss. Yes. So, Suji, yes, this will uh, be recorded. So yeah. make sure that you guys like 
uh, Empowered Virtual Services Philippines. And then yeah. when this live stream ends, you can actually go back to the feed and you can see the replay will be there. So we encourage you to hit save so that you can watch this again from the very beginning. Yes. And uh, you know, definitely please share it, share, share this to your own communities. Yeah. And also if, um, you know, cause Martine and I will be uh, having another show, of course. Um, yeah. So there is particular, particular aspects or behavioral or cultural nuances that we like to call it that you'd like for us to, to discuss or unpack or unravel feel free to share that in our comments um, or reach out to us because we would love to talk about these things. And because, you know, at the end of the day, we don't talk about this just to make people yes. uncomfortable. We talk about this so that we can see the change that we actually want to see in the world that we live in, because it's yes. up to us guys. It's up to us to be able to create the better world that we want. We don't yes. want to sit here and say, Oh, I'm going to just wait to see if somebody else can create a better world for me. No, mm. it's up to us. So if there Absolutely. is something that we don't like, we should continue to, to do those things. We have to behave in the way that we want, um, you know, everybody else. And it will end up being that ripple effect. Okay. So no, I'm super, super excited. And thank you again, Martine, for another, you, another amazing, amazing show. And um, was there anything else that you wanted to um, add before we, we leave? Yeah, so I just wanted to encourage um, everybody, if you have ideas, if you have suggestions on, you know, uh, these, these topics that are, we don't really talk about, about freelancing, about being a virtual worker, about having good habits and excellence, please DM us here at the yes. Facebook page so that we can, you know, we can really give value to you. We can talk about things that you want to hear about and get answers and clarity about. Yes, and perhaps, you know, there might actually be a real life scenario that you're you're trying to deal with. Uh, yeah. and, and you might need another set of ears or another set of eyes to, you know, to have a look um, and discuss discuss with. Feel free Absolutely. to reach out to us, um, and you know that is that is something that we we like to, um, you know, help people with because yeah, we just want to make sure that uh, yeah. we we create a healthy culture and a health healthy boundaries. But again. Um, Thank you everybody to uh, for watching and thank you Martine again for um, co-hosting with me on um, today's episode of Usapa. Thank you Martine. Thanks Ona thank and thank you everybody. Bye. Bye.